0: Hello, friends. Welcome to this week's pep talk. I am, as always, so glad that you are here. I wanted to talk about this week about kindness to the world and others during the holidays because, you know, it's prime people time, right? And we are forced into situations, not forced, but we go to different parties. We're part of different potlucks, luncheons, hangouts, right? Obli- um, how do you say that word? Like being, um, ob- oh, I can't think of the word now. But feeling obligated, basically, right? There it is. Um, feeling obliged to go to things, especially when it's your family, right? And it can be really hard to hang with people that grind your gears. So it's important to remember that uh, you should spend time with people that you also want to hang out with, right? It's fun to really find your crew and to find people that think like you because, again, with those situations, sometimes you can't pick who you're hanging out with. You can't pick your family, that's for damn sure, but you can choose who you hang out with, and that's why I love, well, all the love. (laughs) around me. And I think specifically of the community of Imperfect Bosses that I met this year. And it was just so nice to be around this group of women because it's called the Imperfect Bosses Camp, right? And we were at a camp. Everybody showed up with dry shampoo and yoga pants on. There was no judgment and it was amazing. And everybody just really wanted to have deep conversations and That's what happened. And we were silly together. We hung out and we spent time alone. And again, there was just no judgment and it felt so great. (coughs) Excuse me. Hmm. And I think it's also because it's holiday time and. Camp was so fun because it brought so many different women from all over the world to come together in Ontario to hang out. And I'm really missing them right now. So what up, ladies? <laughs> and yeah, it was just everything I wanted out of a group of friends, you know, that um, again, just like the no judgment, show up as you are. Let's hang out. I'll give you space if you need it, right? That's, it was just so lovely to be around. And I even think about being a murderino. So this is a code word for a true crime podcast. And they're a community that has built around the fact that they're all a little, well, we're all a little bit strange in the fact that we have kind of a sick sense of humor and the fact that we use humor to get over terrible situations and that we're all just so curious about true crime and it's so funny i think back to my favorite tv show when i was a kid and i'm like talking eight it was nypd blue and then it was law and order and then law and order svu right and i think it was because of my earlyhood trauma that i wanted to know what was out there in the world and like all of the bad things out in the world. And so to know that I have a group of people that we can talk about all of these things and that there's that mutual understanding makes it such a safe place to be, right? And being a murderino also means that you're a mental health advocate. Again, it's another place where you can show up with no judgment and there's no stigma around that stuff, and there's actually support. And so I just think of all of those things, and like that's the type of community that I want to create with this podcast and with my coaching practice and all of that. And I just finished reading this beautiful book called Belong, and it was, again, beautiful. I loved it also because, again, I'm a giant child, and The book is so beautifully illustrated that you should definitely check it out. I just picked it up from the library. Um, It's bright. It's yellow, my favorite color. So I was instantly drawn to it in the library. Um, There's a photo of it on the IG feed. So go take a look if you want more info about that. And we're just at Big Kid Pod, obviously. Um, So yeah, follow us on IG and look that up. So... Getting back to it, we're in full holiday swing right now, right? We're spending time with people we love and some people we can't stand, right? And as an introvert, it's hard to be around so many people. So it's also important to make sure that you're finding time to spend with yourself and just recharging. I took myself out for a solo date on Saturday and it was lovely. I went to a holiday market by myself. I just ate and hung out, and usually that's something I would do with a friend, but at the same time, I wanted to finish holiday shopping, so I couldn't really invite too many, and the people that I did invite originally weren't able to go, so it kind of just worked, and when I thought about it, I usually do most of my shopping alone anyways, so it was like the little perfect afternoon, so yes. So what do you do when you're forced into situations with people that really, again, irk you? And of course, it's going to be showing kindness, right? And it's not just about doing what's right. It's more than just that. Kindness to others is also hard because we like saying yes to people that we love. But my KDC coaching method when it comes to relationships is as easy as KDC. <laughs> so the K being knowing your truth. Dare to look at the situation from their point of view or a different lens. Dare to feel it all the way through and choose how you want to feel and then act in that way. So if I'm going to see a family member that I know that likes to grind my gears, I'll remember, and I won't be surprised when it comes up, but I'll also remember to stay within my truth. And for me, that means kindness. So even though whatever they say may tweak me, remembering that even the most asshole of asshole needs kindness. And I'll honestly look at it from their point of view. They've always been this crummy, so again, I'm not surprised. I know that they're trying to bug me or that they don't even know that they're bugging me. So I'll use mindfulness and recognize those thoughts of annoyance. <laughs> and I'll take a deep breath and remember that I want to be kind. That's my truth. I want to be love. That's my truth. So I'll just hug them and then usually go find the kids to hang out with because them I can handle, <laughs> right? And I can just remember not to feed into it right? If I want a positive relationship, that means that I have to be positive, right? I think of our kiddos and oh, my heart it still hurts when I think of this, but when my kid told me that they were being bullied, right? How do you handle that situation? At first, I went into full mama bear mode. I wanted to go yell at this kid for making mine feel inferior. How dare they? But I realized I'd be doing the exact, exact same thing to them. And they're a child. So realistically, what the hell would that teach, right? As an ex-bully, I did it because I didn't know how to make friends. I lived in a family where we practiced real tough love. So I thought being mean was how you built a connection. But I ended up being disconnected from everybody, including myself. And then there's the ultimate reminder that bullies are bullies because they are being bullied. So why not teach my kid compassion in this moment instead of more bully behavior, right? The world needs more kindness, more compassion, not more bullies. So kindness to others also means it's important to set boundaries, right? We get irritated with people because Honestly, it's because we can't control them and it would be so much easier if they just listen to us, let us direct their lives. But really, if I knew how to control people, we wouldn't be here right now, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's interesting because if we're not trying to control their actions, we're trying to control their thoughts. So trying to control like other people's opinions, especially of us, Right. As a coach, we talk about boundaries all the time, and when I talk to my clients, it always starts in the same way. They tell me that they've done it, that they've set the boundaries, and the other person isn't respecting the boundaries that they've created, but that just tells me that they've done things wrong, because boundaries aren't set it and forget it kind of thing, right? And the most important thing to remember when it comes to boundaries is that they're never ever, ever, ever about the other person. They're about how you and only you will act in situations. One hard life lesson that we relearn every single day, especially if you're a parent or a manager or a leader or a guide, is that no matter how hard you try, you can never control another human. I dare you. Try, try to do that today. It won't work. And even if you control their actions, again, you're not going to be able to control their thoughts. So as, um, sorry. <laughs> so thinking about parents, right, us, it's interesting because having kids, they rely on us, right? Like we do control a lot of what they're doing at the beginning, right? So it's hard to shift that mindset to letting them be individuals. When they're small, it's fun. It's cute as hell because we get to dress them, we feed them, we sign them up for swimming classes or any other activities that we hope that they will love, right? But then like around three, (laughs) they start to realize that they're a person apart from you. And people talk about terrible twos, but I don't think we talk about Terrible threes enough because that's where a lot of the pushback happens, right? If you have children over three, you know what the hell I'm talking about, right? And it's interesting because as parents at that point, we start to lose ourselves because now we are not in control of this small human being. So a boundary is what you will do if someone violates you and that's it. You don't even have to tell the other person you're setting the boundary for it to work, right? And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck because we figure we need to tell that person specifically about the boundary that we're setting. But remember, it's not about them. You're setting this for you and you alone. My coach says that boundaries are set with love and they're always followed through. And I think those are perfect guidelines to think of when you're setting boundaries. So knowing that the holidays are here Think about how you want to show up. Knowing that you can't control anyone else that will be there, how do you want to show up? Knowing that the crazy will be there, how do you want to show up? Know your truth. Practice love. Practice being love. How do you respond in these situations? How do you want to show up in that situation? Remember that you are thriving, not surviving. So don't fall into your old bad habits when you're with these people. You are thriving. And that means you choose love. It means you choose kindness. So don't take their bait. (laughs) You know that they're... uh, Will be there. You know that it will be there. And you know that person is usually just trying to get a reaction from you. So like I tell my kids with bullies, just don't feed into it. Right? Asking those triggering questions or answering those triggering questions? What happens if you just let it go, right? Or even better, try mindful listening. Get them to talk about themselves so you can start to understand their point of view. What have they been up to this year? What are they proud of? Why could they be showing up in this space of anger or disappointment or resentment even? And what happens when they show up? Remember, kindness drives change. And that means being love. That means being kind. I dare you to be loved this holiday season. And remember, I love you. I hope you have a great, great holiday, no matter what you're doing, Christmas or not. I hope you're spending it with people that you love, your crew, hang out with them if you can. And if you're hanging with people that you can't stand, just remember, deep breath and kindness drives change. Talk to you next week.